Hey, it's Story Guys. My name is Brian. I'm Murdoch. It's a fake storytelling game show where the points are totally made up, but the stories are very, very the real. The stories are very real. Real. So, uh, we have christened this podcast recording with chicken again. Yeah. <laughs> it, went, it went so well last week. Listen, I mean, there's a gas station right by this house. <laughs> right by the Story Guys studio. I've got to say, I I also I can't really give you a hard time because I have a hard time with driving by a particular brand of gas station because I'm pretty loyal. I will. They are not paying us, so I, you know which one it is because right. I'm holding up the cup. So I don't stop for chicken, but I I stop a lot for a, a giant soda, which I'm a little embarrassed by because it's not the healthiest thing in the world. Sure. But yeah, you know, I'm pretty good. Most of the time, but it's delicious, and it's delicious. Right, and so I corrupt you when you come over, and I'm like, "Hey, do you want to do you want an ice cold soda with your chicken?" So, and he always says yes, folks. So that's right, diet <laughs> Dr Pepper, which is a weird thing not even drink at all. So that so in the near future, it's so good, you and I, in addition to the the gas station across the place, is a real chicken place that has a sign, and they have. Uh, like a a rhyme on a it, a cheesy rhyme on it every time, and and I forget that chicken place is there because I often think it's about like such a weird spot places to eat in my neighborhood, and I I can't believe I've lived in this neighborhood for over ten years and it has been here the entire time, and I don't know who goes there. Fried like, chicken, indeed. Got to go to Lee's <laughs> or whatever it is. It, it literally, like I want to know who the person is for over this ten year period because I think it's been the same person because the rhymes are pretty consistent. Who is the person who gets to do that? Does that, yeah. It's pretty steady lunch. I've driven by before, and it looks like they do well, a lot the, of people this there. this part of town's weird because we don't have a whole lot of no, you don't have fast food and stuff. And so if you're like working, if you're construction, or if you're passing through and you're in this whole general area, and you're not going to go to some you know food snobby place, which is the other side, on the other side of my house, um, you your only options are like, McDonald's in this chicken place. Yeah. So, uh, but I just, I always forget it's there because I rarely ever eat there, though I'm sure it is delicious. Yeah. I think I used, <laughs> I believe I used to do that. And they've tried, there's tried to be a sushi place yes. I, I, next to it. Well, they, when we moved into this neighborhood, there was a building close to us that was a Chinese place. And it was a Chinese place. I was really excited that we lived next, like walking distance from a Chinese place. Right. And, it was there for like a month and then gone. Yeah. And then that building was empty for a decade. And about a year ago, a family moved in and tried to make it a sushi place. And I'm, if you know anything about me, you know my favorite food in the world is sushi. So we were ecstatic that we could walk from our house to a sushi place. And that lasted like three months. And the day we walked in, I knew, uh-oh, this is never going to last. Like yeah. You know how you can tell? Oh, yeah. You can walk in a place and just be like, they don't have it together. They haven't figured it out. My buddy had a barbecue restaurant in that place. Terrific food. Oh, yeah. Terrific food, but... Also good, the drugs out the back door? The really large amount of space. I mean, yeah, it was it's a huge. real big The room's place. huge. The yeah. room is huge. Yeah. And that was the same problem this group had when they came in there. Um, interesting side note, which probably is not meant with the microphones to be on, but person who we mutually know who worked for us, yeah. who worked for that guy, Yeah, I totally ran into her... She was out. Oh, was my waitress at another restaurant like three weeks ago. But I hadn't, I hadn't seen her in like five years. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Weird side note. Um, so today, the way this show works is uh, we don't sit around and talk about chicken. Um, we though we've done it two weeks in a yeah, row. Yeah, we have. Apologies. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
we we're gonna tell some stories. Tell some stories, and we do it with a story starter. So the way this works is we have a hat full of options, and we pull one out, and we say, "Oh, this is what the story is going to be about today." So we typically use song titles. Um, we did not do that last week. I think we just what was our topic last week? Chicken. No. We 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 just <laughs> went into it. We started about food. Yeah, uh, we can't do that two weeks in a row. So we do have story starters, and I've just taken a whole bunch of. 80s power ballads because who doesn't love a good 80s power you, ballad? You did 80s power ballads, yeah, and that's that's what I put in here. It's really odd that you do that, and like uh, it's really my generation that listen to that garbage. So people say that all the time to me. They'll be like, "Oh, you know that uh, that song's before your time." Like people right. say that, and I'm like, yeah. "If you're a student of pop culture and music." <laughs> Nothing's from before your time. And then I realized I sound like a pretentious jerk when I say that. But that, I mean, that is the truth, right? It's like I've been going through, and this is a whole rabbit trail we don't want to get down, but talking about stories and stories of the week that we sometimes do on the show, I have gotten really obsessed with more than normal. I've kind of transformed into a film junkie this year. And part of that has been historically going back and seeing not just like the big blockbusters that I haven't seen because right. of being a preacher's kid growing up and like having never seen the Terminator. Um, but also going back and watching like the last picture show. And I watched easy rider the other day. Have you ever seen easy rider? I watched the David Crosby documentary and David Crosby <laughs> said how he met Dennis Hopper and like that whole thing. That's David Crosby. So that might be a future rock and roll bedtime story. Yeah. So we, we may need to talk about that particular yeah. thing later. Cross was real- like, Cross was like, you know, if I'd been in it, it had been better. Yeah. Uh- that's hilarious that he says that in the documentary because there is a whole controversy around that movie and Crosby Stills and Nash. But anyway, so um, all that to say, yes, I wasn't I wasn't alive when Easy Rider came out. No, me neither. But it's still worth revisiting, and so are '80s power ballads. <laughs> so, so those are, those are the topics. Well, I want to hear which ones you chose. Okay, so I mean, I just I, I pulled out of the stack. I pulled Sister Christian. Uh, you know, can you take me high enough? Was in there as well. Oh, uh, remember when I sang that karaoke like <laughs> a couple months ago and how awful that was? Because it go, it's like seven minutes long. It's way, it's way too long. It's way for too what long. It is. So that's our okay. So that we're S- doing sister, sister Christian. Christian. Okay, all right. Is your sister a Christian? That's Motor. really that's what this comes down to. No. So <laughs> who, mine is. So who? <laughs> So we very sh- much so, Mark. I, I guess I guess we should. You know, this could be about anything, but I think the easy route is going to be to talk about our sisters because we both have older sisters. Yeah, love now, my sister. Your sister is. I like, I like how like I might not. You're like I love my sister. My, it's like broke. My sister has a milestone birthday coming up. So that's an interesting place to start with you. Your sister is significantly older than you are. That's right. There is a three and a half year gap between me and my sister, so a little more <laughs> common. Yeah. What is the gap between you and your sister? Fifteen. Fifteen years. That's right. So what did she think of you when um, mom and dad sat her down and said, oh, there's going to be a baby in the house? Uh, is this is this starting? Yeah, well, I'm just asking. Uh, I don't know how that conversation went, but I understand that it didn't go great <laughs> from her actions immediately after my birth. Okay, so let's just jump in with uh, with a story. First of all, your sister's name, are we allowed She's to? She's Kathy. Kathy, yeah, I love it. Okay, let's hear about Kathy. Oh, all right. Oh, and where do I where do I start with Kathy? Oh, she's such a peach. <laughs> she is, man. Did, does she great. listen to the show? I uh, feel like you're doing a lot of buttering right now. No, nah, I don't even know if she listens. I mean, what's going to happen is one of my cousins is going to send her this. She's going <laughs> to listen at this point. So, um, yeah, I mean, so imagine 15 years difference. So when. 
I turned three. Uh, she split. She went to college uh, and left. And so I, like my serious personal, interpersonal relationship with her was, it was kind of limited because, you know, I mean, going yeah, to college sure. is a huge sure. another yeah. chapter in your life, right? And when you're still like, you know, pooping in diapers, you pretty much can't share, you don't have a lot in common <laughs> with like, what's your dorm room you like? Mean, I was going to say, you didn't understand the end of high school? You weren't sympathetic towards <clears throat> what she was going through? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the thing that was difficult, I know, um, for my sister is that she grew up in Nashville with my mother. And then uh, my mother, uh, in a very romantic way, met my father at a funeral, which is what you do. Uh, <laughs> they actually knew each other. They call that Tennessee kissing. They they knew they knew each other a long time ago, but they reconnected at a funeral, which is just so romantic. Anyway, um, it's very Hollywood. <clears throat> let me tell you. So they <laughs> they ended up dating, and then they got married. And then instead of living in Nashville, my dad was like, "Well, you're going to come." You're going to come move to... So when that happened, how old was she? Uh, so it was like five years since she graduated high school. 13? 12 or 13? Oh, man. What a terrible time to have that happen. A terrible time. Yeah. And oh, so, so as, a, as a father of a current 12-year-old who could walk in here at any point, I'll just briefly say... Right. I can't imagine. <laughs> right, right. And, and imagine me being 15 years younger, and I've had to get a lot of distance in my life to figure out and go... You know, to realize, well, that sucked. Yeah. Right? Jeez. And and, uh, and she got to come live where I grew up. And I talk about a big fish, small pond, right? So she was a little fish, big pond. She lived in Nashville. And so now she's this, who knows how big that high school was yeah. there. By the way, class of 77, my sister, and several years ago, had never seen Dazed Confused. Oh, wow. One other thing about her, doesn't like movies, mm. okay? What do, you, what do you talk about? It's very difficult with me, right? Like, what do I talk about? Like, There's a great scene in Friends where yeah. someone tells Joey they don't have a TV, and he goes, what are you pointing all your furniture at? It's yeah, like <laughs> yeah, so um, it was only until a couple of years ago, I was like, she watched it, but I was like, man, they Matthew McConaughey's in this? So what, like, what every, she, like what they go to buy of... Aerosmith tickets at the end of Days. This is you, Kathy. You know. what, what did she think of Days and Confused, watching I, it 20 I, years removed? I don't think she had... I think it just didn't really affect her as much as like I did watching it in college thinking it was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. It was hysterical. But anyway, neither here nor there. Um, So I was not a very welcome addition uh, to her family because, you know, you're a teenager. You've just moved into this new, totally weird place. And now all of a sudden, all the attention is not on you. Right. It's on this baby. You know, because you can kind of take care of yourself a little that bit, right? That is tough. So, I do understand, and I none of this, I have no ill will about any of this. I do understand that at some point when I was very small, so couldn't have been six months, so maybe three months, uh, she just hid me in a closet. <laughs> right. What? Yeah, that really happened. So there was a moment of complete panic with my mom, and I don't know who like else. She just was like, oh, can't find Mark. Don't and know like, where he is. Wait. And so like, they, they did the thing, and I'm sure that means she got in a lot of trouble for that, whatever. And uh, she definitely helped me out by getting in lots of trouble and stuff in high school because it, 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 made, it, made, it helped me out. <laughs> She'd like throw the cigarette butts out the window of her bed. Like, how do you not get caught smoking <laughs> cigarettes? You know, when you're, the butts are outside of your window. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, so that that occurred. 
Um, <laughs> she hit you. Okay, wait. I sort of back up. I don't. I mean, I don't remember. Were you that crying? Was she I just being ornery? Like, do we have any? I I need some more I, to this story. I just I heard about it and I couldn't believe that was a thing. But it's fine. I get it. Whatever. <laughs> there is a photograph that I. It it was just a little too saturated. And I, I had I had it my whole life. I took it with me to college, and it was her and her, one of her best friends from high school, and they're sitting with a birthday cake of mine, and her friend is blowing out the candles, blowing out the candles, and my sister is laughing so hard, you know, you can barely like see her eyeballs, like she's in hysterics. And I was when I. At some point, once I realized that was a thing and I kind of became an adult and I watched that, like saw that photograph, I was like, wow, well, <laughs> I'm like a toddler and just how miserable it must have been having me around. You know what I mean? And I was sick, like all the time. Like I just had all these stupid health problems. Like I was, there was way too much attention on me. So, have you had this conversation with her as an adult of like, did yeah. you hate me when? Not the no, no, but not the hate me thing. But like, I yeah. But we've we've talked a little bit about this. I mean, what did she say? Did she deny any of it, or is she like, yeah, you were a real bummer, bro? I think that we've talked about like definitely. There's like some re- there was some resentment initially for sure. I mean, it would be kind of ridiculous if there wasn't. If there wasn't, no. Yeah, the way we worked this out in the kids in our house is we told the older kid. Older kid was upset. She was about to have a, a like a sibling, and then we told her what we were going to name her, and then she got okay with it because she thought the name was stupid. You know, like <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. But here you've got a teenager. This is a very different right. situation. Well, the age difference on your two in your house are uh sixteen and nine. Okay, so so big, but not not as big. Yeah, it's it's difficult for them to. Uh, sometimes see eye to eye on li- anything, but um, very different than fifteen. Right? Yeah. Jeez, um, it's a lifetime. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, you know. It's it's a, I mean, it's like two generations. Like you're almost two generations removed from her. <clears throat> yeah. So at some point, the that that initial thing that happens in a situation like that, it it started to go away, and then she realized that she could have a lot of fun with little brother, and. <laughs> I got a couple of stories. I'm going to probably use the one that's probably most appropriate for here. Um, so, and, and I haven't told you the story, so I apologize. This is going to be kind of weird or hilarious. So, they, I, I know that there were lots of things that her and her friends taught me how to do and how what to say. Like, they told me to say, like, really inappropriate things. Man, I totally did that to my brother, but luckily this episode is not about my brother right my sister like at three years old like three Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so the one that i know the best and then some of her friends would remind me as i got older and i ran into her friends as adults and i heard the story and then they remembered that they used that i was taught to say something this really inappropriate thing um and then i guess at one point they put me up to do something so uh, my sister was in the homecoming court, so there's a homecoming parade in this little bitty town, you know, and they've got the float with, you know, mm-hmm. the chicken wire and, mm-hmm. and all the <laughs> all that stuff to do that. And there's the homecoming queen in the court. Yeah. And and I'm in a little baby blue suit, I think was the color. I was in a, I was dressed up. Sure. Um, so, not knowing, I guess this was inappropriate. Uh, they told me to do this when the float came by, 
And remember, I don't know this. I was three, so I, I've just heard about these things. I don't recall. Um, I run out into the street. As the float, she's on the float. The float is coming by. I'm waiting for her. You're running out. Yeah, I'm a, like it's my big sister. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The adoration is huge, right? Sure. So she, the, the float comes by, and I run out to the street, dressed up, and look at all the girls, and go, "Give me some." <laughs> With both of my hands, like, with my fingers, like, come here. And I don't know if they all died laughing. I'm just guessing it probably was funny. I don't know how horrible this was for my mom, who was probably the parent that was there, not my dad. Um, But, yeah, and so there were times. <laughs> give me some. Hey, that's the hashtag for the episode, by the way, if yeah, you're playing along at some. home. Hashtag give me some. And. There were times, since I don't re- remember that, but I do know as an adult, I would sometimes see some of her friends. And they would still do it to and you? And they'd say, little brother Mark, give me some. <laughs> I love the idea of someone walking up to you in your 40s and just being like, give me some. And you just have like, okay. Like, yeah. I don't remember it. I was three. Yeah. I, I remember, uh, this, this is the end of my story. I, I remember... Being in a, we, we had this hotel bar in my hometown that somehow was around the dry county liquor by the drink thing. And you could buy beer in there. So we, yeah, man. It's a bunch of my friends from high school. And then there's a guy in there who's much older. And I don't know why a conversation started. And he was talking to, like, I think the girls that yeah. were with me. And at some point he goes, little brother Mark. And I was like, hey, and I knew who he was. Also, side note, the fact that they call you little brother Mark is also fantastic. And and I ended up almost closing down, the, like all my friends leave, and I pretty much end up closing down the bar, hanging out with this guy that went to high school with my sister, just because it's fun. I mean, like, I don't know, I'm not cognizant of the, what happened when I was a kid, like all these things. I mean, there's more, but that's my favorite. That's Little my favorite brother story. Mark. Yeah. That's actually uh, what I'm going to call you now. <laughs> Little brother Mark. I just love, I love that, like, there's a whole group of people that just know you as Little brother Mark. Yeah, and uh, lots of other terrible things I used to do. Give me some. That's very good. Yeah. I'm a fan of that. Uh, wow. So my sister and I, a little closer in age, like I said, three and a half years. So we have, there's, it's a different dynamic. There's more of it. I, you know, it's like hard to narrow it down to one story. But when I think back about her, and interestingly, I think it should be noted that my kids are three and a half, almost exactly four, really, years apart now. So it's the same dynamic, and it's girl first, boy second. So it's weird to watch it in real time, like parent it in real time, having lived it. Um, kind of that dynamic and that um, age difference. But the first thing I really remember about my sister is um, we lived in this house in, in uh, eastern Kentucky. And it was two stories. And I remember being up, we had this, the upstairs were two big rooms that were across the stairs from each other. And they had, it was an older house and it had huge walk-in closets. And my parents realized the walk-in closets were so big, and obviously, a you know, young kids don't have any use for walk-in closets the way adults do. Yeah. That those walk-in closets could become bedrooms, yeah. And cool. then the room in between could be a 
a playroom. playroom. Yeah. How cool and was that? so it was awesome. Right. I bet. <laughs> and I remember it being awesome that we had this shared space, but we also had our own spaces. Um, and so we would play in that playroom and goof off. And I have this memory of being in that playroom and there being one of those old school registers, you know, like heating the part of the heating system yes, where yeah. you could see through it. And you could see downstairs, huh? and I just have this like visual yeah. memory of us being on either side of the um, register, like with our heads peeking, poking down, like spying on our parents, and us being like in cahoots, right? You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's one of my all-time favorite like little mental snapshots. But as we got older, the stories got sillier, <laughs> and uh, you know, we, that's close enough. It's close enough for her to want to mess with me a little bit. Yeah. Not to the extent that your sister did mess with you, but there's definitely, you can still mess with a brother who's three and a half years younger than you. And one of the famous stories that I uh, I was just talking to my kids about the other day was that sometimes she would tell me things as facts, and I would find out later they were not facts. I'm so ready for how this is going to go. <laughs> Uh, I really want to tell so many different stories. I'll go with this one and maybe I'll tack one on in the end. So she, I specifically remember going out for ice cream one night when we were kids. And I can't put an age on it, but I'm going to say eight-ish, maybe ten. Too old to believe this. And I don't know why, but for some reason, probably because I was a gross boy and I had um, passed gas in the car or something, as we're getting out of the car. She says to me, oh, fun fact about, about passing gas. And I said, okay, I'm game for that because I'm a gross boy. And she said, did you know, have you ever noticed that when you pass gas, at first you don't smell it, and then you smell it, and it's like overwhelming. I said, yeah, I have noticed that. What is that? And she goes, oh, that's because when it exits you, it goes around the world three times. <laughs> Stop laughing. No. You can't laugh yet. No. And then it comes back. <laughs> and and like in my eight-year-old brain, that made so much sense. And I was like, all right, got it. And then she forgot she told me that instantly, I'm sure. We had ice cream and life went on. So at the age of 21. Oh, my God. Like 31. <laughs> like it was not, not 31, but it was a decade probably at least you're that in, you're in high school? I was I dude I don't remember, but I was really old. And I remember randomly saying just out loud somewhere. <laughs> I don't know if I like said it at bar trivia or Fart. if I said it to Did our, you know her. That farts go the speed of light around the earth three times before they come back to your butt. <laughs> it's not fair when you say it like that. You make me sound like an idiot. Uh but, but go I, on. I, I, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> this is amazingness. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how it happened. And this one was like, that isn't true. What's wrong with you? And she, I don't think she even remembers no, ever no, telling no, no, me that. No, no. That was a thing. That was in and out for her. <laughs> what, did, what happened? What did you do? Did, did you, did you, did you call her? Oh, I mean... Yeah, you, got, I, you were found out that you didn't know. Yeah, about and I can't remember fart velocity. I can't, <laughs> Stop you giving it terms. <laughs> giving it terminology. But this, but this fart is such velocity. a crazy <laughs> hashtag, hashtag fart velocity. 
me some fart velocity. Hashtag give me some of that fart velocity. Okay. Uh, and yeah, so no, I I I constantly give her crap, all puns intended, about that. Uh, also, this this is this is after the fact that when I was seven, she said, "Hey, go ask Dad what causes teenage pregnancy." Oh. And that's how I learned about sex, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Because I, at seven years old, I said, hey, yeah. Amy wanted me to ask you what causes teenage pregnancy. And he was like, well, I think it's time we have a conversation. And I just remember laying in that room, that walk-in closet bedroom, terrifying. Wow. <laughs> seven, just my eye, like, you know, my face is just stretched. My eyes are bulging. I'm like, what is my dad talking about right now? Thanks, Amy. I really didn't care yet. I could have waited a while. Thanks, wow. for, thanks for bringing that up. And then you had to walk out of that closet. <laughs> I walked into that one, didn't yeah. I? Uh, do I win? You do I win points. today? Yes! Yeah. All right, that's how it works. Story, guys. Uh, the points don't mean anything. I didn't really win anything. Uh, but those stories those points. stories are 100% real. Uh, you can interact with everything that we do. We are the story guys. Dot com. You can email us. I'd love to hear your stories about your siblings if you've got one that trumps either of these, uh, or if, even if it doesn't. Um, that is we are the story guys at gmail.com. And we have another podcast. It is called Rock and Roll Bedtime Stories. Um, should have a new episode fairly soon. Um, but if you have not checked that out, it is on its own separate feed now on iTunes. Please go subscribe, leave a review, tell all your friends, and uh, stock up on all that unneeded info in your brain about Huey Lewis and Prince and Stevie Nicks. Stevie and, Nicks. And Huey Lewis and Ray Parker Jr. Find out what happens when they steal each other's songs. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude! Uh, that was a good laugh. We have to have another sister episode because yeah. we clearly have I, a million stories. I had to just pick one. Uh, yeah, like that was not the one I was going to do until we got uh, into the like. I have so many good ones. <laughs> one time, bonus story. One time, like, and I think she'll remember this. But she was uh, friends with a guy in middle school, and now having a middle schooler in my house, I totally understand this, and it's so messed up. But um, he would. She had a friend, and he had his. He like went through puberty early or something. Like he he was the first boy, like that I knew that like had a really deep voice. Yeah, you know she was hanging out with him, and he he talked super deep. And I remember one time he called, and I said I'm trying to remember what his name was. I think it was like Gabe or something. And he called, and I and uh, I picked up the phone. And let me tell you who did not have a voice that dropped early. This guy. So I, who knows how old I was, but I could have been 16 and it still would have been like, hello. And this guy was on the other end. He's like, can I talk to Amy? And I was like, oh, hey, Gabe. Yeah, let me go get her. And he goes, how did you know it was me? And I was like, you're the only boy that ever calls her. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't realize at the time that that was bad. And now as a dad, that is not awesome understatement as a dad of a middle schooler where this is totally going to happen in my house at some point though it might not because you don't really have a shared phones anymore um like i it just like i die of embarrassment for her when yeah, i think about a, that story what a terrible <laughs> awful accidental thing that you did i'm sorry amy i love you uh okay that's it uh story guys we are the story get involved and remember there's always one important admonishment we leave you with keep telling stories story guys is a production of brian eichenberger and mark murdoch get more stories hear more podcasts and book the guys for your conference or house party at we are the copyright 2019 boy have we got stories productions 
all rights reserved.